0: Hey there, you're listening to the How To School for Health Coaches. I'm Julia Sarver, and I created this podcast for health coaches who know they want more. Listen, I've been where you are, excited about building something special, but not sure how to actually make it happen. That's what this podcast is all about showing you the step by step process for launching and growing your thriving coaching practice. It's time to tap into your potential. Let's get into the episode. Hello there, and welcome to the How to School for Health Coaches. I'm so glad you're here with me. And if this is your first time listening, thanks for giving my podcast a chance. And if you've listened before, thank you so much for coming back. I wanted to record this podcast episode because I've been getting asked a lot lately about how long it takes to create a health coaching business that actually makes money. And in fact, someone asked me this on a recent Ask Me Anything I did over on Instagram. And if you're not following me there yet, make sure you come and find me so you don't miss the next Ask Me Anything. Uh, You can find me at The Confident Health Coach. Anyway, this coach asked me, how long did it take for you to become the primary income for your family? And I thought, well, this is a really good question. Because when you're starting a business, it can feel like it's taking four ever to make a profit at first you're dumping money into courses and programs and websites and all kinds of things you didn't even know you were going to need it can feel like your business has become a money pit instead of the successful profitable practice that you were dreaming about i often joke about how starting a business is like having an expensive hobby but of course there's a kernel of truth to it isn't there I know a lot of health coaches who have dumped significant financial resources. I mean, we're talking tens of thousands of dollars into their coaching practice without getting much back in return. So let's take a moment and get serious about this question. How long does it take to start making money in your health coaching business? Is it a month, six months, a year? What's a reasonable expectation? So in this episode, I am going to answer this question. I want to share what it took for me to get to profitability. And by outlining what I did, I'll be giving you a step-by-step plan for you to be able to do this too, because it's about time we turn your expensive hobby into a business that makes some real money, don't you think? Okay, first, let me just be clear that the speed at which this is going to happen for you is going to be dependent on a couple of things. So one, how hard are you willing to work? And I mean, work. I do not mean posting a couple things on Facebook. I mean, like really dig in, start to understand marketing strategy, starting to understand sales strategy. That's going to be a big piece of this. How hard are you willing to work? Another issue that is going to impact how quick this is for you is how much are you implementing? So at the beginning, one of the mistakes I made is I wasn't really implementing anything. I'll tell you more about it in just a minute. But I was spending a lot of time reading and learning and looking at what other people were doing, but I wasn't doing much of anything myself. And once I started taking more action, it really made a difference in how much money I was bringing home every month. Another thing that's going to be important to consider is, are you trying things that are new and different and are maybe outside of what you normally do? Maybe a little outside of your comfort zone. That's going to really help because a business doesn't just start by you posting on Facebook and creating a website. You are going to have to go out and start promoting it. Um, Another question, of course, is how much are you charging? If you're undercharging for everything, you're going to find that it's really hard to make a profit. If you're overcharging for everything, you're going to find nobody wants to buy it. So you really have to think about how much are you charging? And then the last piece of this is how much are you spending? in your business. I can't even tell you the number of people I know who have these huge followings. It looks like they have, you know, tens of thousands of clients and they publicly talk about how they've hit six figures or a million dollars. But I know how much they bring home because they tell me And it's not that much money because they're spending so much money to try to bring in a million dollars. Well, they're spending 900,000 of it. That's not really a model that I want for myself. And it might not be a model that you want for yourself either. So keep these things in mind when you consider what it's going to take for you to get to profitability and also how long it's going to take. Okay, the thing that made a real difference for me In going from broke to actually having some money was changing my strategy. I had to get really serious about stretching outside of my comfort zone, and I also had to simplify what I was doing. In the first six months or so of my health coaching career, I didn't have much of a strategy at all. I spent a lot of time at home in my office sort of pretending to work, and I don't mean that I was like faking it. I mean that I was puttering around because I really just didn't know what I was supposed to be doing. It was things like, oh, uh, let me go order that book to read. And oh, now I should go read that person's newsletter to see what they said. And oh, I wonder how much so-and-so is charging for their new program. And oh, maybe I should do a new program. So a lot of puttering. I'm not really sure how else to describe it. I was doing some things. I was going through the motions, but I wasn't really doing anything that was having any kind of impact anywhere except for on my Amazon bill. I felt like I was doing a lot, but I also felt like I was doing nothing at the same time. I had a handful of private clients, but also huge gaps of time where I wasn't doing anything that was helping me to get more clients or to earn more income. What I was doing just flat out was not working. So I realized I had to make a change. I took some time to figure out what was actually making a difference in my business. What I mean is I had to take a look at all the activity I was doing to figure out what was actually working. I realized that I had signed all of my private clients either from referrals, from friends, or from asking people who I already knew to work with me. It quickly became clear that the best way for me to sign more clients was by meeting more people and expanding my network. This was far more effective than trying to host big workshops or webinars before I had an established audience. I have clients come to me all the time and they say, I created a new freebie or I'm going to host this webinar. And I, you know, I want to say, great, that's so great. Except for in my heart of hearts, I know, but who? But who's going to be there? Who's going to download it? Who are you going to be talking to in that webinar? And I don't say that to be unkind. It's because if you don't have an established audience, which most people don't when they're first starting out, you can spend a lot of time creating freebies and downloads and webinars, but there's no one to present it to. So I really had to change my strategy and I had to stretch outside of my comfort zone. I contacted a friend who had her own business to ask her what she thought I should be doing. Her answer confirmed my suspicion. She encouraged me to commit to networking groups as a strategy to building my community and growing my referral contacts. So I went to a handful of networking events with her, and then I had to choose which ones felt like they were the right vibe for me and my business. This felt like it was outside of my comfort zone for sure, because even though I'm a friendly person, I didn't feel at all confident talking about my business at that time. But what I found was that getting truly committed to a few networking groups and really trying to be known there, that made all the difference. And what I mean by that is I went to the meetings that I liked. I went often enough so that people could know me. I made a point of getting to know other people so that eventually when I'd come through the door, people would say, oh, hey, Julia, I became known. People knew who I was. So when I walked into the event, I wasn't starting from scratch every time. And also, people knew enough about my business so that they could start referring to me. After a few months in these groups, people not only knew me, but they knew what I offered, and they were starting to sign up for some of my programs. And in fact, this is a strategy that I recently shared with my client, Leanne Moshe. She had been spending a ton of time trying to perfect her Instagram page and searching for the right hashtags. And I'm definitely saying right with air quotes around it. But she wasn't signing any clients. She was really experiencing what I had experienced at the beginning. She felt like she was working all the time, but also just not really doing anything. So we switched up her strategy and she focused on networking. So she found a women's networking group in her community and she dove in. Six months later, she had a leadership position in that networking group and a wait list for her practice. So talk about a change. So if you want to hear more about how Leanne did that, that's episode 42 of the How-To School for Health Coaches. You can check that out uh, on my website or via whatever podcast player you're using right now. I also want to give you a quick pro tip about networking. And if you want to learn more about networking, I did recently do an episode with some networking tips. So you can find that uh, in the archives of podcast episodes as well. But one thing that really helped me at networking events was to be more specific when I was asked what I do. So instead of saying, I'm a health coach, which honestly doesn't really mean anything. I started saying, I offer short whole foods based detoxes for beginners. I said this all the time, even when I wasn't promoting a specific detox. This helped me be ultra clear about my work, and it also helped other people understand what I did for work. I was able to meet people who were interested in learning more about my detox programs, or if they weren't interested, people would often say, oh my gosh, I need to go introduce you to Jane over there. She was just saying she needs to get a handle on what she's eating. Let me make the connection for you. So what happened was not only did I become known in my networking groups, but my program became known, which was an absolute game changer. And even if the people I was meeting didn't sign up for a couple of months, it really was a great way for me to build my list of potential detox clients so that I had people to contact when I was running a program. The other thing I did in addition to networking to pushing outside of my comfort zone and going to those networking events was another thing that was definitely outside of my comfort zone. I let my friends know that I was hoping for their help. I let them know that I was specifically looking for introductions to either their companies or groups that they knew where I could present a workshop or be helpful in some way to a group that was already meeting or to a group of employees or to an HR department. This was ultimately successful for me because one of my friends connected me with her mom who worked for a large governmental organization in my state. I was able to get a meeting with that organization's head of HR and they just so happened to be looking for a wellness expert. I mean, talk about perfect timing. They hired me right away And over three years, I taught a series of classes and workshops to this organization's employees. I would write uh, articles for their newsletter, and they featured me as their recommended wellness expert. Now, that actually did a lot for my business. I had a lot of people contacting me about private coaching. I had a lot of people from this group joining my detox. And what I found was that I was able to have more consistent income frankly, because I was in front of more people and more people knew about the work I was doing. I often think about how that never would have happened if I hadn't just pushed myself a little to do something that felt scary. It felt scary to ask my friends for help, but I think it worked because I didn't put out some sort of vague share about my business comment. I put out a very specific ask hey, I'm looking for organizations that have an HR department that might be willing to talk with me about teaching classes for their employees. Something very specific. So people could think either, oh, yeah, my company would totally do that. Or, nope, my company would definitely not do that. Or, oh, my gosh, my, fr- my friends, my mother's, my sister's company might do that. Let me introduce you there. Anytime we are reaching outside of our comfort zone to ask for help or to try to meet new people, I find that the more we can be specific about what we're hoping for, the more success we have. Just a generic request for help can be very hard for other people to respond to, but in this case, it worked very well because they understood what I was looking for. So as I mentioned at the start of this episode, I had to simplify my strategy overall. So instead of trying to do A hundred different things. Instead of trying to get my foot in the door at all the different places where I had no contacts, what I did was I established myself in the networking spaces. So I established myself as a known entity in those new spaces. And then I used my existing community to help me take another step towards other communities. It made such a difference in my income. My income became reliable when I did these things. I was earning money more consistently. And this all happened within a year of opening my health coaching practice. So I had to do a lot of footwork at the beginning. I had to do a lot of work getting to the networking groups, getting to know the people in the networking groups, really diving in just like my client did. And I found just like her, it made a huge difference because then people knew how to refer to me. The same with connecting with people about getting introductions to their groups that they knew or to their businesses or whatever they happen to have access to. You just have to push a little bit outside of your comfort zone. Now, back to this question, how long does it take? So for me, it took a year from when I started my business. However, remember I told you I spent the first six months of my business kind of goofing around because I didn't know what to do? So if we subtract that six months, it's probably closer to six months. And then Leanne, who I was telling you about, in about three months, her business really significantly changed. And you have to keep doing these things. Once you start getting clients coming in, you need to still be building connections in other places, continue to expand your reach, meet new people. That is the piece that's going to make a big, big difference in your business. And I also know a lot of people who have spent years and years and years trying, and they've never gotten to profitability. So again, this takes us back to those questions I was asking at the beginning. How hard are you willing to work? What time commitment are you going to put into this? Are you willing to try some strategies that might feel uncomfortable at first? Are you willing to take a look at your spending and understand where that is maybe making an impact? These are all things that are really important. But going back to that original question, how long does it take? For me, I would say between six months and a year. Does that seem fair? So hopefully this was helpful for you to hear how I made sure that my business went from basically bleeding money (laughs) to earning money. And then from there, I was able to grow over time. So it didn't go from really struggling to six figures overnight. That took some time to get there. But all you have to do is get a foothold in the space of understanding how to make money And then you need to see it coming in. When you change the momentum, it's going to be so exciting for you. And then you're going to want to keep doing that. And the mistake that people make is they drop off on building those connections in that audience. You have to keep building connections with people. You have to keep meeting new people. You have to keep getting in front of audiences. That's a piece that's really important. And it's something I really, really would love to challenge you to do more of each and every week. So I do hope this episode was helpful for you. If you're not part of my free community for health coaches yet, I'd love to have you join us. We have a free Facebook community. You can search for us at the Confident Health Coach community, or you can go to theconfidenthealthcoach.com slash insider and join the group there. And I also wanna ask if you found this helpful, would you do me a huge favor and leave me a review? It's really helpful to know which parts of, Each episode help you. A lot of people say that they do appreciate um, that I just answer questions directly. So hopefully that's something that you find helpful as well. And if you haven't followed or liked or subscribed to the How-To School for Health Coaches yet, I would really love it if you could do that as well. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. I do genuinely hope that you are successful in building your business that is earning you a lot of money. And I'll be back again soon with another episode.